0: welcome back everyone another week of Taurus Tech Talk here at Taurus powered by Ferguson I'm your host Matt LePan, and we are joined by a very familiar voice on the podcast today it's one of our terrific area managers from Mitsubishi Electric it is Sean Gallagher Sean we're making a habit out of having you on here and uh, very happy to have you on again excited to learn a lot more about some great Mitsubishi Electric equipment
1: I'm happy to be here thank you very much Matt
0: Today, we're talking something that you and I have actually had a few conversations on now, and that is the PAA coils through Mitsubishi Electric. We've talked kind of everything from a sales point of view, a little bit of technical talk in there, but today we're talking some of the more advanced set points on these PAA coils, and this is in response to some folks interacting with us on social media. So again, we always say at the end of the podcast, if you have a question, put it on social and we'll get it recorded for you. Well, here we are answering a couple of those questions today.
1: So the uh, a couple different things that we can do with them. We have the economic balance point. That's something that comes up quite often. I want to preface this conversation by saying every job should have a manual J calculation, and that's really where we determine at what outdoor temperature we want to be switching over from the heat pump to the fossil fuel. So we're always going to defer to that manual J calculation. But in speaking about the economic balance point, that's basically the point at which it is more efficient to heat with the heat pump than it is with fossil fuel, and it's all based on outdoor temperature. So you could have two identical houses obviously, and they could have square footage wise be the same, look very similar, but have two very different economic balance points because of the the rate at which they each gain or lose energy. So important to remember that and always defer to the manual J calculation. But that being said, Using native Mitsubishi controllers, native being a controller that says Mitsubishi right on it, the MHK2, the Kumo Cloud, the PAR series, okay, using those, you've got some pre recorded, if you will, economic balance points. So the default is going to be 32 degrees outdoor ambient temperature. Then you've got 27 degrees, 19 degrees, 14 degrees, and 9 degrees. Those are preset. You can't change the degree itself, but you can select from that list. Again, 32, 27, 19, 14, and 9 degrees outdoor ambient. If you were to use this, the PAA coil with a cooling only outdoor unit, like the PUY, you would put in your function settings so that only the furnace would come on when you were in heat. Those function modes are going to be mode 8 and 10. Uh, you're going to be able to find those in the install manual and that's going to be on page 89 is where you're going to be able to locate that right on the install manual found on mylinkdrive.com kind of our our rosetta stone for everything mitsubishi right so uh, modes 8 and 10 so as an example when you go into mode 8 and and then mode 10 for 32 degrees you're going to see mode 8 is a 3 and mode 10 is going to be a 2. if we went all the way down to 9 degrees for changeover mode 8 would be a one and mode 10 would also be a one in that instance. And if we were to do a cooling only system, uh, mode eight would be a two, and then mode 10 would be a one. So just a little bit of an example of what those economic balance points look like. Now, of course, when we look at the cost of fossil fuel versus the cost per kilowatt, we're gonna determine you know, at what point we may need to switch over and which, at what point um, we need to really consider the cost there. Uh, with, rising electrical costs, things like this, but we're also seeing rising fuel costs, even with natural gas. So really we wanna look at a case by case basis, manual J, I might've mentioned that before, and then the actual cost in the area of the fossil fuel versus cost per kilowatt delivered, the total cost, right? So that's super important. Now, let's say you say, geez, you know, I really want a different economic balance point than what I'm offered here from the native Mitsubishi control. Don't worry, you can still do that. You're gonna do that with a third party thermostat and our PA c 445 U.S. thermostat adapter. So in this case, you'd use a th- our thermostat adapter from Mitsubishi, PAC 445, very important, not the previous generation, not the 444, PAC 445, and then a third-party thermostat, possibly something along the lines of a Honeywell 8000, something like that with different stages to be able uh, to switch over. So in the logic of a thermostat such as that, you'd be able to pick a different economic balance point through that third-party logic. So they kind of have two options there as well.
0: Sean, can you just repeat the, again, the adapter? And then they do need the outdoor temperature sensor as well, correct?
1: That's correct, yes. The PAC-445US is the adapter. Super important is the 445 with outdoor temperature sensor so that that thermostat sees what it's looking at. If you use a native Mitsubishi controller, good point, Matt. I'm glad you brought that up. That's using the thermistor at the outdoor unit that it can read because it's native to the mitsubishi logic the third-party thermostat is not going to be able to see that
0: yeah just wanted to make sure we clarified because it can be confusing for folks who are, are newer to mitsubishi equipment so just want to make sure we clarified there thank you and uh, continue sorry to interrupt
1: no no problem at all i'm glad that you brought that up so those are kind of your two options for economic uh, balance point um the either pre-recorded option, so to speak on a native Mitsubishi controller, or if you use a third party, you can use the logic in that control to kind of pick and choose a balance point if it has that within its programming. So lastly, there was a question about a mode that someone was looking for, and they were looking at the auto mode. And so uh, with imagine they're using a native Mitsubishi controller. And so the MHK2, Kumo Cloud, and the wired controllers all know what they're hooked up to. So if that particular system does not have the ability to switch over, I believe auto mode was indicated there. So if it does, should not have auto mode or does not have auto mode, it will not switch over. So it will not display that mode. Similar to some of these back menu items you're seeing like mode eight and 10, if you were to look into the MHK2 request codes, you'll see that some modes only apply to certain evaporators and things like this. So if you're going through and you see, as an example, if you had a PUI, you're not going to see heat on that controller. Even though that controller would work perfectly fine on a heat pump, it knows that's not connected to a heat pump. You're not going to see heat on it. Similar to auto mode. If it's not applicable in that aspect, you're not going to see it on that native controller.
0: And this is why we suggest using native controllers, because it knows, it can sense and talk with the outdoor thermistor, And it can sense what's going on out there, and it's not going to allow you to make a setting change to something that is not available. Third-party thermostats might not know, so they might allow you to put that on. You think you're getting one thing, and, well, you're not. So to be safe, again, this is me talking, my suggestion. I would say as much as you can, always use that native thermostat, the Kumo Cloud, the MHK2, any of the PAR series. You're not going to get a better bang for your buck than any of these. It's going to talk to the equipment and, you know, ask nine out of 10 Mitsubishi installers. They're going to tell you to go with the MHK2. It's just such a nice control. It does so many things and it's easy to use, easy to install. So, you know, just a little plug there. Make sure you're using the native controllers, Kumo Cloud, MHK2, whatever you want it to be. You're gonna you're gonna get your money's worth out of it and you're gonna be able to kind of better set everything up and have a, a more precise dialed-in installation. Agreed, Matt. And as Sean said before, always, always, always make sure that you are getting a manual J done and referring to your manual J before you change any of your changeover set points. Sean and I were talking off the air, and you know, it's a it's called an economic balance point, but If you're not using your manual J, you might not be getting the economic part out of it if you're just kind of willy-nilly changing it not dialed in for that home. That's why we suggest you get them done. We have training classes to get you signed up on how to do manual Js if you need it. Check out our website for that. And we're going to have more of these conversations. Sean is someone who we love working with. We love having here both on Taurus Tech Talk and on Taurus Talk. There's so much more to dive into on the PAA coils. Some of the other new releases coming out for Mitsubishi Electric as we head throughout the year here. And so we're going to have Sean back on. We want to thank him for coming on the podcast. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The questions that were asked on there were the catalyst for this podcast itself. So make sure that you are putting those questions in there. Use the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk for us to find it quicker. But your questions are going to be answered if you have them. So put them out there on social media. And as always, catch all of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcast, or click the podcast icon on the SG Taurus app. One thank you again for tuning in. We'll See you next time on Taurus Tech Talk.